Hi there, I'm Jim. I'm Jen. Let's talk teaching. Welcome to Let's Talk Teaching, a podcast from the Center for Teaching, Learning, and Technology here at Illinois State University. I'm Jim G, and joining us again, our director, Dr. Jennifer Freeberg. Hi, Jen. Hey, Jim. How are you? I'm good. Hey, we're recording a quick little episode today to talk about, well, this is the second time we're doing it, so I guess it's now a tradition. Yes. (laughs) Um, Yes. uh, The Teaching Scholar in Residence program. We launched it. We piloted it last year, but we're here to talk about the call for... Uh, the 2022 Teaching Scholars in Residence. So remind us a little bit about um, what we mean by teaching scholar. Yeah, absolutely. This is a a program that uh, targets instructors on campus who are using evidence to inform their teaching. Uh, We consider these individuals to take a scholarly approach to teaching, and we created this opportunity last year uh, to identify and showcase the talents of these teaching scholars in a formalized way at the university level. And uh, we, we had a tremendous uh, amount of interest last year, and, and we're able to identify three teaching scholars in three different categories who worked with us through the summer, fall, and spring of this current academic year. The categories are based on areas, if I recall, that have been of interest for a long time. They're, they're aligned with the, the goals of the university in general. Could you talk a little bit more about those? Um, yes, these three different areas were identified based on uh, our needs here at our institution for our students as learners. Uh, based on priorities identified by the Office of the Provost and through uh, connecting with our Framework for Inclusive Teaching Excellence, which is the signature pedagogy for our institution. And so putting all of that together, uh, the program team here at CTLT uh, worked to identify sort of our areas of priority for the program. And we we centered on three, uh, student engagement, student access, success and equity, diversity, and inclusion. And and we used all three of those uh, different areas in the pilot year. Um, and in this next call for our second year, we have combined student engagement and student success because there was a lot of overlap between yeah. the content in those two areas. So it seemed to make sense to put those together and allow folks to explain in their applications for this program which side of the fence they were on or both. Before we, uh, I'd like to actually jump kind of to the end of the process, mm-hmm. um, and then then we can come back and we can talk about uh, you know what what we're looking for in a in a teaching scholar in residence for this year, and 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 talk about you know what was accomplished last year. But this is not just a call for proposals to uh, afford an opportunity to a couple of people uh, amongst our teaching colleagues on campus. This also opens up the opportunity for a lot of people to then learn from what they have to offer because they, they do workshops for us over mm-hmm. Summer Institute. Absolutely. So um, when teaching scholars uh, uh, are named, they agree uh-huh. to complete two different parts of their teaching scholar residency. So the first part happens during what we call our Summer Institute here. It's it's the programming that we offer in May and June and maybe the beginning of July each summer, um, largely kind of deep dives into a topic of interest that's relevant to uh, uh, teaching here on our campus and, and the kinds of things that we engage in, uh, you know, routinely. And, and so um, last summer, we identified three different teaching scholars, uh, or excuse me, we identified three different teaching 
teaching scholars for last year's program. Um, the first was Allison Alcorn from uh, the School of Music, and she put together a really great proposal around uh, exploring curiosity and unlocking curiosity mm-hmm. in her students. And Ashley Hall from Communications, um, she put together a, a three-day workshop about anti-racist pedagogy and, and practice that was really well-received. And Sarah Bosdorfer from Chemistry put together a three-day workshop about learning from COVID and finding the Goldilocks space in teaching and learning. And and so these individuals put together these uh, workshops that were attended by 12 to 15 uh, instructors on campus, and they spent three days together exploring the topics and and creating artifacts that could be used in their classes um, Mm -hmm. in the fall and spring of this year. So what's the proposal uh, process like? What what do we need to see from potential candidates for the, for a residency? The proposal uh, asks that uh, applicants explain what their topic of interest is and how it connects to institutional priorities and the framework for inclusive teaching excellence. We ask that they explain how they might structure a three-day workshop during our summer institute. And we ask them about the second part of their residency, which I referenced a few minutes ago but didn't go into detail about. Um, and so the second part of the residency is some kind of project that's done uh, by our teaching scholars uh, that extends and expands their interest and knowledge in their topic area. And so uh, for this second group of teaching scholars, part two will be a scholarship of teaching and learning project where they'll actually um, investigate and report on uh, Uh, data that they collect or reflections that they have about their topic and Mm -hmm. uh, how it connects to teaching and learning. And and that will be mentored uh, by the Cross Endowed Chair uh, of the Scholarship of Teaching and Learning, who uh, will be connected to this Teaching Scholars Program going forward. And we should mention, currently, that's you. Currently, that is me, but there's currently a job search. So, so there, yeah. there is uh, uh, some restructuring happening in our center that yeah. will combine a few positions. And so yeah. um, it will be me setting yeah. that up for this year. And, and uh, whoever is cross-chair in the future will be doing that uh, as well. Well, and this is my perfect opportunity to do what I do every episode, which is to say we have another episode talking about that, actually. And it will probably <laughs> be out before this one. So we'll link to that in our show page for today's episode. But going back to the teaching scholars and residents, I, you know, what really um, was attractive about this when it was first talked about. I think we talked about it for a, for a little while before we actually put it into practice. And of course, you know, pandemic mm-hmm. and all of that too was a challenge. But the idea that it's really a great way to bring in perspectives other than those who just work here and do workshops at CTLT, but also to to provide a sense of depth in the professional development that's offered. Mm-hmm. Um, can you talk about the importance of that? Sure. Um, we, we know that folks can come to workshops uh, about teaching and learning, and they can leave with good intentions. Maybe they come to an hour session or a two-hour session, and, and that's great. They learn about something new that's important and relevant. But a lot of times, those intentions don't translate to practice. And so what we've started doing here in the center is is uh, sort of pivoting, although that's not my favorite word, mm-hmm. but pivoting towards a structure where uh, most of our professional development, particularly in the summer, are what we refer to as deeper dives into a topic. So it's learning about the topic, thinking about how to apply it, and then creating a pathway towards that application. So intentions can be realized um, and and uh, can lead to teaching behavior change or learning changes in our students, changes in course design, um, all of that and more. So we should also mention that, you know, in order to kind of cast a wider net to bring in as many diverse perspectives as we can, 
the criteria of who you have to be to qualify to be part of this program changed for this year after the pilot, right? It did, yeah. Because last year was a pilot, we wanted to, uh, you know, start on a slightly smaller scale. uh, and, And we focused on what we would consider to be more mid-career faculty and that was reflect that, that that was that was a purposeful selection based on some of the data that was collected by the office of the provost that indicated that mid-career faculty are really looking for new and different ways to learn new skills like professional development or become mentors to their mm-hmm. peers and mm-hmm. and and co- uh, collaborators with their peers around topics that they're really interested in and so that was purposeful the first year but we want to be as inclusive as possible and so we've expanded the program for the second year that any full-time instructor on campus um, regardless of HR job status, you know, right, tenure right. track, non-tenure track, APCS can um, apply and, and be a part of the the uh, applicant group and mm-hmm. be considered for the, the residency. So we'll give some important dates here in just a moment. But the other thing I feel like we should mention is that while this is a, a wonderful professional op- uh, development opportunity for the scholar, mm-hmm. for the teaching scholar, mm-hmm. we don't expect them to do it for free either. No, no. There is a, a very, I think, generous stipend that goes along with this program uh, for completing part one, uh, planning and executing the three-day workshop. There's a $3,000 stipend that goes with that. And then uh, for completing part two, the individual project, there's another $3,000 stipend. And so, um, you know, those are generous, but uh, well-earned and Mm -hmm. Mm well-deserved by the folks who uh, are named to uh, these different teaching residencies. Um, and I, I will say, you, you mentioned something about uh, mentoring and uh, what people get out of this. So the, the teaching scholars are mentored by professional developers here at CTLT. So mm-hmm. we meet routinely with the teaching scholars. We give them advice about how to plan a workshop, how maybe to refine the plans that they had in their application to you know, really use evidence-informed adult learning strategies or professional development strategies that maybe um, our our faculty and course instructors here might not be as familiar with because that's not what they do every day. It is what we do every day. And so we we mentor the the scholars, work with them, and and so they have a a personal touch point in CTLT through this process as well. So uh, go to our website, ctlt.illinoisstate.edu. Um, you can click on the uh, events tab and you'll see teaching scholars in residence listed there. But the other thing that you can do is just click on the podcast button on the homepage, look for today's show page, and we'll link to it from there as well. Perfect. Well, thanks. This was great to talk about this. I'm excited about the next uh, round of applicants and uh, all the, the expertise they can bring to our center and campus at large. Well, we'll certainly be hopefully talking to them as well once uh, they come on board. So, Jen, thank you so much. Thanks, Jim. Well, that's all the time we have for this episode of Let's Talk Teaching. Again, find out more about the Teaching Scholars in Residence program and about our pokey little podcast. Go to ctlt.illinoisstate.edu. For Dr. Jennifer Freeberg, for all of my colleagues here at CTLT, until we talk again, happy teaching.